Hey everyone, welcome to BB and Budgie's Thursday night recce as we count down for Rally South Canterbury, Study of Finance Rally South Canterbury, round three of the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship. BB, good to see you. Uh, it's Rally Week, mate. It's uh, time to uh, chuck on the, the jacket and in your case, apparently a blanket to make sure that you don't get too cold while you're recording this in the comfort of your Auckland home before we head off to Timaru. Um, mate, uh, let's just talk a little bit about the weather. What is the forecast likely to be? Because I'm guessing it's a wee bit colder down there than it is where you are right now. Yeah, yeah, I feel a bit pathetic, really. I think the the low uh, tonight, as we record, is eleven. Um, and, uh, it's Barbie. Yeah, it's a Barbie eleven, and uh, it's going to be uh, one when we get to Timaru uh, later this week. So we we are recording a little bit ahead of time, but uh, yes, yes, uh, I think we could be in for a little bit of a culture shock when we step off the plane, budgie. But uh, I can guarantee you, it will be shorts weather. Yeah, I, I can guarantee you it won't be. It's always longs for me, as no one wants to see those reflector safety white legs. But let's let's talk a little bit about the route because it's it's back to sort of more of a traditional Rally South Canterbury route this year. Don't go as far south as we did um, last time round, but sort of in and around the fairly and the and the stages that have become pretty familiar over the last few years, right? Yeah, yeah, well, certainly fairly's become a, a fairly um, familiar area for you, Budgie, and uh, I'm sure that you'll be. You'll be giving the uh, the bakery there a bit of a hammering. Yeah, just yeah. look after the local economy, mate. Do do our part. Absolutely, it's got to be done. It's got to be done. Um, yeah, back to I guess what we'd call the more traditional roads. Last year, we we started down south with um down around Waimati and some of those really really fast, ultra crazy fast um, stages. Yeah, they, it's it's great that the organisers were able to mix things up a little bit too, and it gives some residents a chance to you know have a year off and things like that. So, but we're back to to more of those traditional sort of roads. Um, it's South Canterbury, it's fast. You know, it's it's pack the brave pills. This is the one where you know, you keep that right foot down, and you will be rewarded. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting weekend. Obviously, there's some some big names that aren't here this weekend. Um, no, no Hayden Patton, I guess, is the is the big story, and no Shane Van Gisbergen as well, um, which opens the door for for some of these contenders that have been very quick but have had to chase the the big names, I guess, through the the last couple of years. Ben Hunt is, is an obvious name that comes to mind, given the, his situation in the championship, but he can't afford to take it easy, can he? Because there's going to be a whole lot of players that are in the mix that have the speed to win this rally that aren't in the championship battle. So Ben can't just worry about collecting points. He's going to have to push hard to try and win this event, maximise those points and and hold off guys that really don't have a whole lot to lose, right? Absolutely. So if you want to throw the maths in the equation, Ben Hunt can win the championship if Ben Hunt wins the South Canterbury Rally and the Power Stage. And then when we go to the Daybreaker and the Bay of Plenty Rallies, he needs to finish second, assuming Patton takes top points. Um, at both of those rallies, and he needs to be second in the power stage. Basically, he needs to to uh, take every point he can, and he will win the championship by one point. So, so at the moment, it's what you're telling us is it's not in Hayden's hands at the moment. Hayden needs Ben to not score maximum points this coming weekend and be second to him everywhere else. Otherwise, Ben wins the championship. Correct, but it's not just in Hayden's or it's not just in Ben's hands. Because there's an angry pack right behind him. And, okay, yes, you know, like you look at Rana Horan had two very, very good good results. And, and you know, he'll be looking to play himself in, in two. Ari Pettigrew off the back of the DNF, he'll be looking to make up some points. You know, all the, it, it's also, I guess, with Hayden not here, 
it's the opportunity to take a rally win. And it's not to say that, that there's not an opportunity, but there's a better opportunity when Hayden's not there. So, you know, that, that's going to be a pretty cool one to put put on the mantelpiece is, is to take away a rally win. And I suspect that there's several people that want to do that. Um, hey, Robbie Stokes off the back of that win in, in Canterbury rally you know, just over a week ago, that'll, that'll you know, play into uh, you know, a bit of confidence for Robbie coming into this rally. And, and speaking with Dave Neal, you know, they're really starting to knuckle down on, on some of those areas. You spoke with Robbie pre-season and Robbie was working on, you know, areas of, of how he could better himself and, and really interesting speaking with David. Some of the things that Robbie's doing, I won't go into it too much, but um, yeah, he's really starting to, to pick his strengths and weaknesses and, and work with those appropriately. So, you know, um, he's never been one one to be shy and um, on the fast roads, you know, I think he, he's a good chap. You know, Josh Marston, yeah, a great chat with him last week too. And you, you certainly wouldn't want to be ruling him out of contention either. No, you, you look at the contenders this weekend and you take, obviously, Hunt and um, Rana Horan out of the equation who've won uh, rallies before. There's a very high chance we might see a, a first-time NZRC rally winner um, this weekend, given the given the contenders that are in the mix. And here's another name that um, we didn't think we'd be talking about at the start of the season, and um, Stephen Barker subbing in for, for Todd Borden in the online fiesta. So, yeah, Stephen... Um, yeah, he's a former winner of the, the Fiesta Sporting Trophy International Shootout over at M Sport and, and spent a fair bit of time up there. You know, there's no lack of talent in that car. Obviously, a while since he's been in the car, in a car. So probably don't expect him to, to come out and set the world on fire. But, um, you know, he, he'll he be there or thereabouts by the end of the rally too. So, yeah, that whole Cat 1 group, although it's a little bit more uh, condensed, you know, no Emma Gilmore either, Um no Jack Hawkswood. There's a bit more of a condensed group, but I, I suspect it will still be a very, very competitive one. Yeah, it certainly opens the door for, for some first-time winners, as we say. Um, and, yeah, I mean, a fascinating battle when you, you think of what guys have got to win and lose. Um, like we say, Ben can't afford to to take his, his foot off the throttle. Is there a is there any, you know, consideration looking at this? We hear all this talk about parity and, you know, R5s versus AP4s and, yeah, this is presumably a rally where the AP4 might have a little bit of an advantage with that top end speed, or, or have we got to a point where we're not sure that that even really plays into into the mix now? Certainly, theoretically, yeah, maybe. Um, if there's an advantage, it's very, very slight. Um, in the same way that there's a very slight advantage to the R5 cars when we get into some of the tighter, twistier stuff. Uh, the reality is, when you when you crunch the numbers. I don't think anyone massively hard done by um, in the way it works out, certainly across the season. But it, it will be really, really interesting. Um, you know, yes, there's the flat-out blast, but we also get the Kakahu Forest, and that's always been a, a bit of a game-changer in, in South Canterbury. And, you know, uh, it looks like it'll be a reasonably dry lead-up to the rally, which is, is good. Um, but I'm sure that that will still be a slippery, slippery piece of road. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Let's have a look at the Cat 2 battle because, yeah, it was pretty fierce at Whanganae. First time we saw all the cars in action. The guys have had a little bit more of a chance to tinker with them. They've obviously got a rally under their belts now. Some of them have done some rally sprints since. Um, what do we make of, of that Cat 2 battle? Um, you know, we've talked about it all season as maybe the, the piece to watch in this whole championship, the Brongaree Property Group Museum Rally Championship. Any any reason to suggest that won't be the case again in Timaru? Uh 
Nope, none at all. In fact, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and, and uh, I'm going to pick that one of those cars will win the class this weekend. So uh, that's well, we'll pay you the big bucks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, even hey, Charlie Evans was very, very quick down here last year too. So you, know, you throw him back in that that mix. Um, and you know, I think what have we got? Six cars in the class. There's, there's six podium contenders in there. You know, so. Um, I guess what will be really, really interesting is basically everyone in that class is is under some form of pressure, and will that you know how how will everyone react under the pressure? So I, I think again, uh, gonna, that is going to be one of the battles of the rally. Um, mate, the let's have a look. Both open two wheel drive and the historic two wheel drive championship. Exciting thing here. We're going to see some new cars that we haven't seen in the classes. Each of those classes in the first two rounds um, to to bulk it up and, and certainly a big name, especially in the historic class, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we've got a couple of absentees from the open two wheel drive. Uh, Dave Strong and, and Dan Haynes both missing this one, unfortunately. Uh, so Glenn Alcorn probably starts that one as a favourite. Uh, you know, our, our Irish Australian buddy. So. Um, I'm sure that if we think it's rough coming from um, from Auckland down to, to Timaru in the one degree, I, I hate to think what it's like for him coming over from Perth, but um, he'll he'll get used to it, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, we've got um, JP Vandermeer, Peter Farrell, they've been having a reasonable battle all season, and uh, Murray Percival joins that class in the Escort too. And as you alluded to in, in the historic, we actually got quite a strong field in there with three RX-7s now. Marcus Van Klink joining that class alongside uh, John Silcox, Stewie Reid, um, Tim McIver back in the BDA Escort too. So, uh, yeah, that's a beautiful car, that car. And, and Mike and Helen Cameron, they've um, had the hammers out and a bit of panel beating done after Fongeray, and that's all, um, yeah, looking nice and shiny again. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, it's great to see that class getting some numbers back behind it. I mean, okay, five, it could still be bigger and bigger. There's plenty of cars out there, hopefully, that will we'll come and join uh, I don't know, maybe later in the season or, or next year, you know, but um, it's exciting to see that class heading in the right direction. Yeah, speaking of, you know, classes, I think this is flying under the radar, are we? But the Rally Challenge four-wheel drive battle, we saw Zeal Jones really announce themselves. I think people that have been watching have been um, noticing uh, the talents that he has, perhaps without really showcasing them on the on the biggest stage. We saw that in uh where he really made a name for himself. Jeff Ward, the defending champion, um, you know, obviously very much in the mix. And then, you know, the likes of, of Greeny and co that are, that is going to be quite a fierce battle too, Rally Challenge four-wheel drive. Yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, again, some really, really good cars in there. Dave Ollis too, he's been known to, to pull out a surprise or two on on some of those roads. Um, and you can't, you know, the the, um, the the angry bunch of H6s, the swarming H6s, you know, like uh, Timmy Smith, uh, James McDonald, Paul Cross, Nick Marston, Amy Keeley, all, all of them, you know, they, they won't be mucking around and, and um, okay, those cars are a little bit down on grunt, but don't be surprised if you see one of them sniffing around the back end of the podium by the by the end of the day or, or possibly even better. Yeah, that battle, the H6 battle, I'm sure, you know, there's, there's a fair bit of pride on the line there too and uh, I've lost my lost my driver for the weekend. Unfortunately, that was quite a treat flying today, having having Amy drive us around. So hopefully she goes well this weekend, uh, mate. Rally Challenge two wheel drive. Now this has been a little bit of a disappointment so far this season. We haven't seen drivers get to the end, and uh, in some cases not even get to the start. Unfortunately, in in that class, but no one scored any points. But we've got quite a healthy field for this particular event, and she's all on. If you want a championship, right? 
yeah, it's great to see some cars, you know, back into this class. Uh, Johnny Brentsell pulling his, his starlet out. We um, you know, saw him in the Evo at Otago, and unfortunately that one's not not quite fixed, but he still scores points towards the overall rally challenge too. So, you know, those four-wheel drive guys will need to keep an eye on him. Uh, Brett Madrin, who was co-driving with Timmy Smith at Otago, he jumps into the, the driver's seat um, in his Toyota Starlet and then the Toyota Corolla of Jared Parker too. So, you know, great to see some cars in the class. And hopefully, you know, with no one really getting a good good start and Sam Byrne not scoring any points as the only registered driver at Whangarei, um, you know, we could see a really, really good battle in that class across the back half of the season because it's still wide open. But, yeah, I think uh, great to see. It, it really is a, a nice, simple way to get into the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship for not a lot of money in rally terms anyway. Right, mate, if you're in the uh, South Canterbury region or you're thinking of making the trek up or down um, to, to Timaru over the weekend, best places to watch, obviously, Levels Raceway, where we finished last final stage. It's always a bit of fun blasting around the racetrack, but uh, ceremonial opening in, in downtown Timaru and, um, and places to watch that you'd, you'd recommend? Uh, yeah, there's plenty of them out, out around the, uh, the event, uh, Monument Corner on, on the opening stage. Uh, you put me on the spot here a bit because I haven't got a map in front of me. So, <laughs> um, you know, jump on the, the um, South Canterbury Car Club website and um, they've got fantastic spectator maps there. But, yeah, it's so many uh, great viewing opportunities. And then, yeah, how, how much fun is it to see the rally cars on the racetrack with some gravel tyres to finish off the day uh, at, at the end there? And all our spells, mate, there's plenty of Wi-Fi at uh, Fairly, so you can get yourself a... And a sneaky pie, and, and sit there and watch the live stream, which we'll be uh, we'll be looking forward to getting stuck into across the uh, across the weekend. But looking forward to it, mate. Pack your woolies. It's going to be a cold one. Can't wait, and uh, we will see you with some more coverage from the event down at South Canterbury. We'll see you in a few days' time.